Alright, eto na. Bumalik ito na. na. Dito na ako finally. <laughs> Ricardo and Lizard. Ang hirap, ang hirap, ang, ang hirap bumalik, pero ang saya bumalik. <laughs> Kamusta bro? What happened sa Pilipinas? We missed you. Literally, kami ni Ronaldo. Nasa, nasa beach, Ayan, nasa ayaw. Bali, yung mga bakasyon. Alam mo na pagkasal, kailangan magbakasyon sa both sides ng pamilya. At pag nagbabakasyon, minsan walang internet o minsan sobrang bagal. Pero happy naman, happy naman. Ngayon nakabalik na rin ako dito sa sa Berkeley which is uh, extremely rainy. So from the from the heat of Philippine beaches to the 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 rainy uh, not not so cold, the rainy cold of the Bay Area. All right, so hobby Okay, mga hobby duties, ganun talaga. Don't worry bro, we're not gonna hold it against you kasi babawi ka talaga ngayon ng big time. Babawi ako, oo. Talaga, I'm gonna juice you out. Don't worry. Uh, we're, we're not gonna make the episodes three hour long like before. Medyo nag-gets namin na um, the audience for that is not as big as I thought. But, but, okay, like, Uy, mataas pa rin. Alam mo, since lumabas yung ranking natin, ng Richard Day Darren so sa sa Spotify at saka sa Apple hindi pa ako nakakabalik so hindi pa ako formally nakaka-congratulate sa so formally congratulations bro for being the number one political podcast in the Philippines well i would say together with Christian Esguera put it that way para alam mo naman ako i, I believe hindi naman na si Christian no oh. but, but i was very proud kasi doon sa Spotify medyo mahirap ang kalaban mo yung mga kalaban mo diyan sa top 100 yung mga tipong Uh, yung Vice Ganda stuff, Barangay Love stuff, not to mention pati mga Jordan Peterson. Ito, ito, ito pare, ito pare, tayo lang ang hindi, hindi ang hindi produced na podcast. Yes, yun ang... Pwede ba? Kachipangan. Parang mga gigising, gagawa ng kape, magkukreto. Yeah, Ayan, i-bugs. Ayan, i-bugs na. Okay. Uh, yeah, so proud ako bro. I mean, 100%. Thank you so much for that. Then, I would say, okay, I think we're number one uh, non-production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, but I'll, I'll, let me be very honest. Thanks to collaborations with you, Ronaldo, Mark. I mean, I think this was really the big part. In fact, I can say personally, among the best uh, episodes we did in the year 2023, which was a big year for our podcast, was the ones I did with you, with Ronald, uh, Mark. And then yung tatlo, the RRM and RRL did very, very well, bro. Very, very well. So, special. Sana makabalik tayo doon. So I think that means people like that. Yung medyo bardagulan na dalawa-tatlo tayo nagbabardagulan. But you know naman, bro, may, may audience din tayo. Very important audience. Uh, yung Nexus natin. Yung medyo illustrado, feeling pretentious version natin. Which is where we're gonna start today, right? Let's, let's, let's... Oh, sige, sige. Oh, speaking of illustrado, no? Oh, speaking of illustrado. Kasi nga... Saan ba nanggaling ang mga ilustrado kung hindi dahil sa impluensya ng mga pare? Gaya ni Jose Burgos at ni, ano, ni Papa P. Papa Pelaez. Okay, let me first start. Um, obviously, dun, nakita ko dun sa mga interventions and posts mo about Gomburza. Um, were you emotionally, uh, you know, like hit by it? I mean, like, what was the first of all? I, can you talk uh, about? Uh, the, the, the uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, grabe, kasi unang unang sa sabi ko atinista ako. So yung version ng history na linalagay sa sa film is usually, you know, major oversimplification to, ah, major UP style palaban, ah, mapagera. And slightly at times, um, di ko din lahat, uh, slightly at times focus on ethnicity. 
and and that's why and that's why uh you know i had problems with luna because it was that kind of old school now the up history department is no longer like this ah, by the way pero merong merong certain stream of the up history department na parang old school palaban na na agoncillo agoncillo sabihin na natin okay wag na natin sabihin wag na natin lahatin up history department sabihin na natin Teodoro Agoncillo school na medyo palaban medyo militant na yun yung lumabas sa luna remember Teodoro Agoncillo believe that anybody who collaborated with the Americans deserved to be shot. Anybody who was negotiating deserved to be shot. Sinabi niya yun sa mga libro niya. And ganong klaseng uncompromising history that you see see in Luna. Now, you know, I was an atinista, mas moderate kami lagi. We believed in thinkers, we believed in people who were moderate, we believed in liberals, and we taught, of course, the history of the church. And for the first time, I saw a very Ateneo movie, um, historiographical approach, um, put on film. Now, it's very obvious bakit siya atinista kasi, of course, Jesscom yung gumawa. Literally, Ateneo talagang gumawa nito. And it's based on the 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 work not of Teodoro Agoncillo but on the work of John Schumacher who for me, and, and uh, lumalabas lang Ateneo, bi- Ateneo liberal bias ko dito, is you know, leagues better than Teodoro Agoncillo. Si John Schumacher for me was the greatest Filipino and I might add ah, Filipino historian of the 20th century because Father Jack was, of course, a Filipino citizen. And that's the other thing I want to say about Gomburza. It returns us to the fact that Filipino is not a race. Right? Filipino is an identification with a particular place. Um, that's what I think yun yung isa sa mga pinaka-important lessons ng Gomburza. So kaya ako tinamaan there on a very intellectual level. Yung last, I, I love the movie. It's my favorite historical movie of all time. I do think though that they should have gotten rid of that last last scene, yung cheesy scene, yung ano, yung papakita mo yung mga katipunero na mukhang nakalinggo naka ng wika costume. Parang masyado nang masyado nang overwrought at masyado nang literal na parang ano. Well, binasa ni Bonifacio tapos lumabas yung mga katipunero, ha? Bro, I mean, was Rizal really there parang child abuse? Wala, 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 wala. That's like an imagination thing. Ah, uh, this is how I would have ended. This is how this is how I would have ended the film, actually, bro. I, I don't. I'm not a director, pero reimagined ko, for example, um, gagawa ka ng ng MCU style tag scene. It doesn't need to be after the credits, but just that uh, sa hirit. Wag mo ipakita si Pepe Rizal the entire time. Wag mo siyang pakita until yung last scene. And then you create a last scene whereby nasa kalamba ka, tapos nado si Pasiano, and then Rizal goes, uh, kuya tinanggap ako sa Ateneo. And then Pasiano goes, maganda yan, Pepe. And then Pepe goes, ah, ipapadala ko na pangalan ko sa kanila dahil tanggap na ako. Sabi ni Pasiano, Pepe, wag mong gamitin ang pangalan na uh, Jose, Mercado, Jose Rizal Mercado sa, sa Ateneo. Tapos sabi ni Rizal, bakit? Tapos sabi ni Pasiano, well kasi Pepe, yung pangalan ni Mercado mainit na yan dahil sa akin, malapit ka sa kay Burgos. So kuya, anong pangalan ang gagamitin ko? Tapos sabi ni Pepe, tapos sabi ni Pasiano, Jose Rizal, Pepe. Jose Rizal. Cut. Because but, one of the... Huh? Yeah, but you could have, you could start the movie that way and then Pwede end rin. with the part when he says it should be Rizal. Like, parang, that's the explanation. You Pwede rin. Pwede rin. Because one of... Kasi, uh, si Mer- Pasiano, when he was in Ateneo, it was Pasiano Rizal Mercado. There is some debate as to why they dropped the Mercado, but according to Rizal himself, sa letters, and some historians actually disagree with Rizal. But anyway, it's important that Rizal thought this. Huh? According to Rizal's letters, the reason why they dropped Mercado was because the name Mercado was already tied with Burgos and was therefore mainit na. So kaya siya naging Jose Rizal. 
na red tag na yan. Oh, na red tag na yung pangalan ng merkado kaya naging result. So so you know it's a kind of powerful statement and hindi mo na kailang ishuhor na nandun si Risa, nandun si Pepe tapos yung ano pa yung book pa ni Pepe, 'di ba? Yung kulot na na side part when he was like 11. My God, yung buhok ni Rizal ganun na when he was 11 until he was in his 30s. Grabe naman, masyado namang, masyado namang hard sell. Masyado namang hard sell. So, so I loved everything about the movie except I thought the, the ending was really hard sell, man. But, um, you know, you, I, I'm splitting hairs here. Okay, I, I feel hurt by what you said. I completely agree with you, but I feel hurt because for me, I think that was the most powerful one. But honestly, it's because I was already affected by how Nick Joaquin describe the final scenes and all of that kung dun sa mm. heroes the way Nick Joaquin narrated it was very very powerful so when I watched the movie it brought back the memories of reading Nick Joaquin's dun sa final scene you know nung uh, patay na siya you know people dropped to their knees I think the way Nick Joaquin described it that that left a very uh kind of a long impression on me but I, I like how you put it na parang ikwento ni Pashano sa kay Rizal uh why he shouldn't use Rizal. And then the whole story comes and then obviously that means they'll have to also remove the first part where they were talking about Pule and you know the, and then sa end kaya pumili ka ng Rizal. So essentially mm -hmm. the struggle continues. I mean so, definitely you can slide. Uh, so, so interesting yung insertion na, ng Pule dun eh because there were two proto-nationalist revolts prior to Burgos. El Conde. There, 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 no, there was Pule and then there was the Novales Revolt. I think Novales Revolt, 1820s yung Novales Revolt. You could argue that the Novales Revolt was actually more important than the Pule Revolt. Why? Because yung kay Pule naman, it was largely an, uh, a debate within the church. Pule wanted to become a friar, but he was denied. Right? So nagkaroon siya ng revolution. See, Novales is more interesting because Andres Novales was a Mexican Creole living in the Philippines. He was a captain and nung sinabi na independent na yung, nung, nung, when Mexico gained its independence, Novales made the argument that since the Philippines was governed out of Mexico, the Philippines should be independent from Spain also. So Novales launched a revolt and declared himself the emperor of the Philippines dahil naniniwala siya na bahagi ang Pilipinas ng Mexico. So in many ways, yan, yan, ang, first na, yan ang first revolt mo to free the Philippines from Spain, not the Pulio Revolt. And, no. and that creates a perfect continuity, not only with, uh, of course, the Criolla revolts dun sa Mexico and then later Sinopal, but also with Palayas. Because, I mean, I was oh, just... With also Palayas. He looks... Pero, he looks pero white, syempre, I mean, if I could put it that way. He looks white. I mean, yes, 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 yes. Yun nga, yun nga, yung... I, 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 parang na, sa tingin ko, alam ko yung ginagawa nung scene dun eh. Parang sinosofen niya yung blow. And what's the blow there? The blow there is that these people are white. Diba? So, i-connect mo na lang siya kay, kay Pule, who was an Indio, para you, you make it seem as if actually, no, no, it's not as white as it seems. And then you cast Piolo Pascual as Pelaez. Pelaez was white, like 100% white. Yes, he totally did not look like Piolo at all. Si Burgos did not look, could have looked a little bit like Cedric Juan, pero si Burgos, ang nanay, uh, ang, sa mother's side, ang mother niya, half, half Criolo, half Indio, yung tatay niya puti. So, ang itsura ni Burgos puti talaga. Mas, mas puti pa tingnan niya kaysa sa Ayala. Um, so, or Jaza, so, siguro, medyo around, hindi, hindi. Sila Jaza, more like Moorish pa eh. Ito, nakita uh, ba yung ni Burgos, more parang, ano, parang more to the north eh. 
North Northern Europe. Oh, oh, so so grabe. So pag-isip kung pag-isip pa mong ganun, 'di ba? Hindi pa ata tayo handa sa ganun. Handa na ba tayo uh, bilang isang bayan na makita natin na some of our founding fathers were white? Handa pa ba handa tayo? Eh, eh yung yung Ateneo nga mis, yung Ateneo nga hindi pa handa diyan. Isipin mo yung Ateneo, ha? meron silang anong tawag nila sa award nila for cultural for cultural uh, workers. Ang tawag nila doon, gawad tanglaw ng lahi. Ibig sabihin, Ateneo mismo, nanliniwala na ang Pilipino ay lahi. Hindi. Hindi siya lahi, di ba? E paano naging lahi yan kung yung mga, kung yung mga bayani mo, mga puti, kagaya ni Pilaes at saka ni Burgos? Hindi yan. Hindi talaga yan lahi. Yes, we're, we're more Latina about it and, 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 and you know, embrace the idea of you know, being a Colombian or being a Mexicano. Doesn't mean you're like this color or that color. You could be like, I don't know, look like those guys in telenovelas who look completely Spanish or you can look like, you know, some of these Hollywood Mexican actors oh. who look like Pinoy's, right? So, uh, so ano ba talagang ano ba talag- ano ba talag- ano ba talag- Pilipino sa kanila? I mean, minabasa akong quote from Pilaes eh. Sabi niya, ano bang problema nyo sa amin kumakain, hindi kumakain ng tinapay, kundi kumakain ng kanin? That's, it, that's interesting. So, hindi kulay ng hindi kulay ng balat, kundi kaming kumakain, we who eat rice. Cultural practices. Yes. Or, cultural practice. So, 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 yung mga peninsulares, kumakain ng, ng, ng tinapay, yung mga kriyolo at saka yung mga indyo, lahat ng mga tao na magiging Pilipino, kumakain ng kanin. So these are very interesting quotes that reveal to us what really Filipino is. Kumakain ng kanin. Uh, the, the one quote from from Jose Rizal naman is, some of us are Creole. Yung favorite line ko from Rizal, some of us are Creole, some of us are Malayan, some of our Chi- us are Chinese, but we all call ourselves Filipino. So, ano letter yan? Saan na saan yan? Um, I, I, uh, ano, please forward mo sa akin pag naanap po na yan. I think that's, that's a very important one. So going back to this, Para I mean, Google mo lang, Google mo, we call ourselves Filipino. Nasa well, libro ko niyan. So kung gusto mo i-checking citation. Ingay, so so going back to this, uh the the omission of Novales maybe was deliberate way of, you know, softening the blow maybe as as you put it. But but at the same time, you know, um this this goes back to what you call the Diliman consensus, diba? which is this idea of the true revolutionary is a Bonifacio. Na, I don't know, mukhang Tagalog, mukhang quote-unquote Injo, using violence. I mean, it was not only, uh, yeah, I mean, it was con- even Constantino was, uh, aside from a concilio, was very harsh on him. No, I mean, he said, Rizal repudiated the one act which really synthesized our national aspiration, and yet we consider him a national leader. I mean, essentially, they're saying he's a counter-revolutionary because mm. at that last moment, he didn't support Bonifacio. Although there are a ton of reasons why he didn't do that, aside from you know not being revolutionary enough. So I mean, do you think that my Casalandalagan UPD tona in terms of racializing? Oh, no. oh and, lang racializing, uh, but class, classism. Also, oh. there's a Marxist classist also uh, element, right? Na parang dapat working class yung revolutionary, diba? Yung parang it should be kind of a more like a I don't know Ho Chi Minh or. Um, yung you know, kind of ano yung kind of yes or no history yung parang kakampihan hindi kakampihan revolutionaryan hindi revolutionaryan o o or ito napakasimple yung binary ng general luna di ba bayan o sarili either or everything is an either or in this kind of in this kind of uh, historiography oh, so binary. i think it's about time to live in yung gray areas where being a filipino is is a, is a, is a, a process of constant negotiation Uh, which is important because when I interviewed si Pepe Joc, no, uh, he, he said that you know before making this movie, he, he was going around Italy and all of that. And he was talking to Italians and how 
the Italy as we know today is not a direct continuation of the Roman Empire. Yes. They, a lot happened until only around 150 years. Actually, parang kapanahon, yes. no? Ni Rizal, yung mga yes. founders. Yes, and then yung sabi niya, di ba, yung ano, Italians are made. Italians are made. It's a, it's a project. It's it's a nationalist project, and as people who who know Italy know that you know if you're you're Siciliano, you're very different from someone from Lombardy region in the north. I mean, yes. even features are very very different. You know, uh, from from south of Italy all the way to north. I mean, the joke I I had some friends from north who told me, oh, we're more Austrian. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Diba? And the culture. Yeah, that's 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 their joke. Oh. We're more like Austrian. We're almost German, right? So so and and then of course the one the south they say well you know they make racial joke that they're almost like from Middle East or something like that. Diba? So I I I I thought that was that was very very helpful. So speaking of national project, to what degree do you think this movie was important in contributing to a proper discourse on that level? Because at the end of the day, I mean nothing. You you want the movie that appeals to the public, so you need some cheesy part, as as you put it. For me, at least to make it com- to make commercial sense and make it appealing. And I'm glad that four weeks na to to malalaking cinema, and many were ashamed to show it. But it's also about among us the so-called intelligentsia, right, or self-described intelligentsia. We have to be shocked into having a proper discourse on this and not be satisfied with what we inherited, right? I mean, how do you see mm-hmm. that? I I think part naman siya ng progress natin. Like to be fair, you know what. Yung old school, what I call Diliman Consensus, the Agoncillo, Constantino School, konti na lang naman dan yung naniniwala dyan. It's largely, you know, the boomers who were raised on that. Kasi, you know, 60s and 70s yun eh. The question of revolutionary slash counter-revolutionary was very uso. And then feel ko baka yung last breath na nun was yung General Luna. So hopefully we're moving on na talag- so, talagang pinupuruan ko talagang General Luna. No, I really don't like General Luna. Like I, I'm on I'm on the record saying that, you know, that helped create Duterte. So dapat talagang puruhan yung sining yun. So hopefully we, we we as a community are moving on and looking at the gray areas in Philippine history and that's 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 sort of what this film is is doing. Uh, may isang may isa pang scene na medyo ganito eh na ginagamit ko rin sa klasiko. Yung ganito kami noon, paano kayo ngayon? Na napaka-fluid din ng discussion of what Filipino is and uh, it's one of the few films na hindi overacting si Christopher De Leon. So, uh, panoorin, panoorin. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. I love it, bro. Next episode, so I want to keep it short, not go too much about it. I want to just go back a little bit to Rizal and some of the discussions we had, you had with some of the historians na kisaw-saw lang ako about you know, emphasis on Schumacher and, and you know, we had some discussion about Benedict Anderson. I know it will be a little bit historiographical, but I think you're the person, best person to talk to. So, shortly, balikan natin yung question of Rizal, Bonifacio, what is a true revolutionary? Who's really true, the first Filipino? I think uh, we touched on those things, but I want to go deeper into that. Thank you very much for that, Dr. Lisandro Claudio, joining us from UC Berkeley. I'm just saying that, Lele, kasi mga iba na bagong audience, hindi nila alam yung boses mo. So, um, I have to just spell it out. Sure, sure, sure. Thank you very much.